everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. It's, it's always, always JD. JD. And it's always Every Michelle. It's always us. Every time, you guys. It's Every a JD, time. and it's a Michelle. We're Every time. We're surprise them one time. It's not 119 times so far. Every now and then so there's a third party, but 119 times in a row, it's been Michelle and JD. That's or sometimes so many times. JD and Michelle. Uh, how long can we keep talking about the intro to our episodes? I don't know. We've I don't already know. made it a full it. minute. And I think that's enough. <laughs> I agree. We should probably get into the actual show. Well, so do it then. We, <laughs> we are the we of We Watch Shudder. Um, we yep. Watch Shudder. It's great. And we did not have a new movie from Shudder today. So we had to go check out something in their catalog that was a little bit older. This was a Shudder exclusive called Lake Bodum. So Lake as Bodum. we do it... <laughs> You're in the singing mood today. Uh, yes. As we do, uh, we're going to read just the one-line description from IMDb because the one from Shutter is way too long and tells too yeah. much. So according to IMDb, Lake Bodum, every camper's worst nightmare came true at Lake Bodum in 1960 when four teenagers were stabbed to death while sleeping in their tent. A Shutter exclusive. What I love about what I love mm -hmm. about that IMDb description is it is very short and to the point and it has absolutely like it it's the story of the real life 1960 Lake Bodum murders but it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie plot itself. I it's, also it, love that. It is it's, the opposite uh, of a spoiler. Yeah, it tells you literally nothing except no. the root uh, of what this movie is about. Uh, I believe you were maybe about to ask me for my spoiler-free thoughts, were you? I absolutely was. Yes, I would love to hear your spoiler-free thoughts about Lake Bodum. Well, in order to give you my spoiler-free thoughts about Lake Bodum, I have to ask you a question first. Oh, no. Michelle, do you remember a movie that we talked about uh, way back in the wee early days of the show, I believe on episode number eight, called The Twin? <laughs> I do remember. Michelle remembers the, the twin. twin. I, I, I mentioned the did not like the. Twin. I mentioned the twin because it was directed by the same fellow who made this Lake Bodum. It was written oh. by the same two dudes who wrote uh, this Lake Bodum. Oh no! And uh, that uh, th th if you haven't heard our episode about the twin, look, I'm going to be honest with you. It was very early on in the goings of this show. Even in the short time we've been at this, my perspectives and my attitudes on certain things have changed. I did at that time give that movie a flat zero out of five <laughs> skulls. <laughs> I may have been too harsh on that movie, and that's why I make it very clear every time I do one of these that, uh, look, this the skull rating is just a gimmick, right? And it's about my, I must have had a real bad day the day we recorded that episode. Now, I'm not saying I enjoyed the movie. Am I saying it was a zero, no redeeming value, this should not exist movie? <laughs> 
at the no. time you did. At the, <laughs> the time, time I thought it was one of the dumbest. And then I saw a whole bunch of really dumb things. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to make sure that you were aware I did that not that, uh, that was yeah. the same people who made this. Uh, Lake Bodum. Uh, look, I got to be honest with you. I don't really remember a lot about the twin, except that it was so goddamn obvious what was going on the whole time. Uh, this movie, um, I mean, I didn't hate it, but the story is real weird because like, like there's one reveal and, oh no, there's another reveal and, oh shit, there's another reveal and it just keeps layering these turns and turns and turns in a way that doesn't feel earned by the story but more just a way to keep telling more story uh and i was not at any point invested in in any of these characters uh and as you know people getting killed off in the woods movies goes i've seen so much better uh it wasn't awful but i will probably never watch it again this is maybe I don't know. It felt like a skull and a half experience to me. Okay, one point five skulls better than the twin, which we. If did. I well, and again, if I'm being <laughs> honest, I'd be I'd be willing to bet if I went back and thought about the twin again, it would probably be more in that same range, like a one, one and a half. We uh we have seen some interesting things that have uh, claimed dominion over that much lauded zero skull <laughs> rating. <laughs> But well, uh, yeah, Lake that's Bodum. where I am. Lake One point five from JD. Um, yep, just a didn't lot of do my nothing for me. Yeah, a lot of my review is also around um, the various stories that it tries to tell, and there's a benefit to that in that it kept me interested when I was starting to lose interest, especially with the first. I don't know, like. 30 minutes of this movie where I was like, oh, just pick up the pace. Something's got to happen. Um, so it did uh, like make it more exciting for a little bit. But then, um, you know, it does start happening so quickly that things are changing up that you don't really get time to appreciate the part of the story that we're in now before we jump to another one. So I think there yeah. could have been a much better way to pace this and that we would have time to sit with what our current reality is before they jump it again. Um, I will say that the ending, uh, not the full, like the actual ending ending, but the last part of what they try to tell of this story is harrowing. Um, I think some of the last shots where things are really wrapping up are, uh, very, we'll say, interesting and way okay. more disturbing than any other part of the movie was. Um, I am going to go with a overall a 3.25 for my review. 3.25 skulls for Lake Bodum from Michelle, a skull and a half mm -hmm. from JD. That's a total of 4.75, which is an average of 2.375, is it not? Yes, that is correct. Good job. Good job. Right about, uh, you know, right close to just, you know, halfway down the 50-50 the middle. I think that's a pretty fair average overall. This is definitely a movie that I think some people are going to enjoy a lot more than I did. Uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, uh, if you don't have anything else to add here, I think that means, oh man, what does that mean? It means that if you want to watch this uh, this movie before we rip it apart with all the spoilery bits, you're going to want to go do that. Uh, you're going to want to push that pause button on this podcast right about now. And uh, are you back? Did you come back? I hope you came back. Uh, Michelle also hopes you came back. I speak for her now. She's no longer actually on this podcast. Uh, wait. I no, speak that's not... for the trees. The <laughs> I am the Lorax now. Uh, so uh, some of you uh probably did go watch the movie, or maybe you've already seen it before. For those of you who have not uh watched the movie because maybe you just want to hear us talk about it, you don't. Uh, you're not. You know, some of you are out there that don't actually watch the movies. You weirdos. I love you. Uh, let me do. Let me try to run through the basic plot of this movie for you, just so you can have an understanding where we're coming from. So in order to understand, like this movie is based on uh, or centered around, uh, inspired by uh, a real thing that happened in Finland back in 1960. Uh, two 15-year-old girls and their 18-year-old boyfriends went out camping beside uh, this uh, lake called Bodum uh, in Finland. And they, uh, three of them were, were murdered and one of them was beat up real bad, close to murdered, but uh, survived. Uh, it was a, a a kind of at least according to the brief research I did uh, some very uh, uh, poor police work and investigative uh, things some bad uh, uh, evidence and and crime scene control and they never solved these uh, these murders it's to, uh, just been sort of like a, a cult folklore uh, thing in uh, Finland now ever since and so this movie starts with you got these two dudes and these two chicks. And the dudes have talked these girls into going on like a weekend trip to a cabin with them. Uh, but that's a lie. They're not actually going to a cabin. They're going out to Lake Bodum where these murders happened because one of these guys wants to like, like apparently stage a recreation of the crimes because he's trying to solve them himself or something to that effect and then it seems like there might also be just an undercurrent of they want to be like copycats and kill these girls I don't know uh, I never really fully grasped uh, if that was happening because uh, once we start to turn into the spot where you think these guys are, are going to start be doing uh, insidious things to these young ladies it turns out oh shit the young ladies are here to fuck up these boys. They suspected the whole time that there was something weird going on here. And now they're the bad guys. And they're, because uh, one of them apparently, uh, uh, there was like this whole scandal about uh, some some nude photos that were taken of her while she was passed out drunk at a party and got uh uh, spread around school and it's heavily implied that one of these boys that's with them might have been the one uh, that was responsible for it. Uh, and it's this that now they're out there doing this copycat killing at Lake Bodum. Uh, and they, they kill these two dudes and they're, they're getting ready to leave. Uh, and then uh, one of them, the, the one who had the pictures taken of her, uh, there's, there's this whole bit where it turns out that the other girl was the one who started the whole rumor and there never really were any pictures and she was just pissed because this girl was after this guy that she wanted to get with 
And so now the two girls who killed the two boys turn on each other and they're in a fight to save their lives. But oh, don't stop now because it turns out they didn't kill the first boy in the first place. There's actually a Lake Bodum killer, Jason Voorhees style, just living out in the woods who turns up and starts going after the, and then I'm, I'm, I don't even, I'm not going to lie to you, Michelle. At some point, I kind of started tuning out, and I'm not even entirely certain. You mentioned that there's stuff that happens at the end here that you found particularly harrowing. I think I summarized the plot pretty, uh, pretty succinctly, maybe not efficiently, but why don't you take it from here and you tell me what you thought was so harrowing about the end of this film. I guess harrowing might put uh, more credit than it might deserve but once they get to the point where the original OG killer has those girls tied up uh, super glued their mouths shut in a tent with uh, the dead boys and then kills one of them in front of the other one and she's screaming so much that she rips her mouth open I completely forgot yeah, I completely forgot yeah. the 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 mouth glued shut until you mentioned it. But yeah, that, I mean, yeah. it definitely is some of the mo- like it's it's as the most extreme. The movie definitely builds to its most extreme kind of fucked up set pieces. Absolutely, uh, but uh, no, it just. There are so many turns and so many like oh, and and it's not the kind of stuff that I don't know. None of it felt earned they all felt like just like oh we're gonna take a big hard left right here now and now oh here comes another hard left around this corner and by the end of it i just didn't care because i i I became convinced that i wasn't uh and some people would say this sort of thing in there there's a way that you can say this and mean it in a totally different way but uh like i had no idea what I could believe was actually true going on here, but not in a good way, right? Not uh, not in an atmospheric way or the way the, the story successfully built anything. It just felt so random, and uh, I just never got drawn into it. I think a big part of what did work for this movie, which I haven't discussed yet, but um, not so much the story, but I really like the sound design and I like mm-hmm. the images. I think her swimming in the water, um, to go get those keys was very just, uh, I don't like water <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so I thought that was really well done. Um, despite being a movie that takes place 99% at, uh, in like, the woods at night um it never felt too dark they made uh they did a really good job of still showing you but still emphasizing how dark and alone they were um i just i liked all of that so much it Um, was a real slick production for sure i mean this is a this is a a competently produced film absolutely i can't fault it Mm -hmm. in that way at all uh so you're definitely i'm with you on that yeah, and and I think the the opposite happened for me where the beginning was so slow that that's where I wasn't paying as much attention. But all the twists, despite the fact that we talked about, you know, they didn't really feel earned um, and they happened a little too quickly. That did wake me up and make me go like, whoa, what is going on? Whoa, now what's going on? Um, so the fact that it did just keep... Uh, keep me on my toes right when it was starting to lose me was also pretty good um it 
it's definitely like three separate movies in one. And the first is a traditional forest murder thing that we've seen a lot, but it was still much prettier than I've seen other dying in a forest movies be. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I would have been able to, uh, to enjoy this movie a lot more because I agree with you in the sense that it feels like, uh, you know, three separate storylines and, I just I feel like even if they're like none of I think a big part of the problem is that none of them ever feel like they have ever been resolved. They just are dropped and we moved on from it, right? We never find out like what the real overall plot was between the two boys when they were bringing those girls out or like were they trying to be copycat killers? Was there so like it just ends there and there's nothing and then uh, all these other, every one of them, each time there's a twist, like there's no resolution to any of the stakes or tension they set up here, uh, except for that, uh, that element of like, there's always that brooding thing in the background that all of this is happening at a place where there were real murders a bunch of years ago that went unsolved. And then that just plays into, honestly, a really basic in-the-woods slasher movie sort of, of climax that just didn't, uh, it, it just didn't hook me. I, I've seen that sort of thing so many times that if you're going to do it, you re- and it, like again, it's not that it was done poorly. I don't want to suggest that. Again, it's a very competently made film. But if that's the territory you're going into, you gotta, you really gotta bring it for me. And this just didn't draw; it, it didn't have any hooks for me whatsoever. I have nothing more to say about this movie. <laughs> we have nothing more to say about this movie, guys. You should, yeah. by the way, look into the uh, the the Lake Bodum murders. Um, I know Michelle and I were talking about it a little beforehand mm-hmm. here. If you're if you're into true crime stuff, uh, especially if you're into true crime stories where the police botch up everything holy crap uh but uh also uh an interesting part so like i said there were there were four people who went out there two 15 year old girls two 18 year old boys uh the two girls and one of the boys were the ones who all died and the survivor was the other boy he had severe uh bone fractures like his jaw and other places on his face uh, he was he was beat up real bad. I think he was stabbed a couple of times, like some of the victims were. Uh, but uh, he was never considered a, a suspect, at least in the in the early investigations. And then, just out of the blue, in two thousand four, uh, they decided, yeah, we we think we've got plenty of new evidence and new things to suggest that this guy who survived did in fact commit these murders. So they put him on trial, and they failed to convict him. And then the dude got some like like a, I don't know if it's actually a bunch of money, but he got a money and awarded from the the Finnish government because he was uh uh because uh, they didn't convict him here and they like he got all raked through the mud and the press and stuff. But then the government wouldn't let him sue the press for for these reports they had made about him. It's a pretty crazy true crime story over there in Finland. Wow, and just like in Finland, I am finished talking about this movie. <laughs> there's also I mentioned it last week there's a there's a heavy metal band from Finland called Children of Bodom that takes their name from the 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 famous crimes uh, over there if you're into more sort of thrashy melodic heavy metal which I know Michelle that's just like oh man I when love it, when is your death punch 
I will the fucking stab you. I, to. I swear to I God, I will. I have the I one will, album. I will. Ugh, I, I will light you on fire twice, Michelle. But I, it's a punch that uses all the fingers of your hand, and then it kills you. That's hardcore. It's a five finger death punch as opposed okay. to like a four finger death okay. punch. I unironically listen to one of their albums, and it's very good. That's too bad. <laughs> so, uh, man, we're lady. Uh, we're uh, we're we're coming in, uh, taking it easy on these people this week. Uh, but yeah, this is. I just I, I don't know what else I could say without sounding like a broken record. It might be for you. It might not. Oh, you know what we should do, Michelle? Is we should find some reviews here, some very positive reviews uh, that other people have shared. Even the reviews are kind of meh. There's no good reviews on this movie. I don't know. The very first one on my screen says it's five skulls, and it says I loved every minute of it. Just the right amount of gore and suspense, courtesy of glowing hair clip. Yeah, it's just a boring review, though. I like the ones well, yeah. where they go a little extreme with it. Oh, sure, um, sure. I just, it's kind of like this movie. Oh, this comment, meh. I feel that zebrafish. <laughs> that one, I definitely. Oh, one thing I did want to mention is that today I got an email from our friends at Shudder. Oh, you it did? And said important information about your Shudder subscription, and I got very excited, and I thought, wow, they're finally going to let me have my subscription for free <laughs> because they do such a good job of promoting their podcast. But no. They are increasing their price by a dollar. And I went, <sighs> Shudder, how dare Come on, you? I am, I am going to, to pay to have the annual subscription, though, because that is only fifty six ninety nine. So, you know what? I'm going to go get a year of Shudder for $57 instead of a year of Shudder for free. When I do such a great job of telling people to subscribe to them for very middling movies like Lake Bodum. You're welcome, Shudder. I am trying to convince people to watch Lake Bodum. Is anybody else out there doing that? Probably not. There is uh there is one other review on here that I think is is okay. It's a four skull review from Vamp Fan. It says, I really enjoyed this. It kept me engaged from start to finish. The subtitles were easy to ignore after a while. I don't know why you would ignore the subtitles. You should be reading those, I guess, uh, unless you speak Finnish, maybe. Maybe Vamp Fan speaks Finnish. Anyway, not a dull moment in this and plenty of twists and turns. Probably one of the best I've seen on Shudder. So well done. Keep it up. One of the best I've seen on Shudder, and it's only four skulls. Maybe that wasn't the review I wanted to read. I don't know. Oh, but... No. Uh, uh, they don't even for like what it's horror movies, what are they doing? Uh, for what it's worth, Michelle, I still have not even gotten that uh, email about the price of my Shutter subscription going up. So I mean, at least they care enough to tell you that they're going to be taking more of oh, your wait. money. How much am I paying for Shutter today? Is this actually a dollar cheaper? It How much? Tell me what my currently. How it's, it's much are you paying? How much are you paying, Michelle? Six ninety nine is the cost? is the is the new price, I believe, is what it would be. Yeah. Why, are, man? This podcast is devolved into. It is going up a dollar. Shutter. I'm on Google. They're charging okay. me a dollar to love their service. It's okay. I'm it's worth it. I'll go back to Netflix. I won't. I absolutely. Oh will not. God. No. <laughs> uh, Netflix is great for like. Every now and then there's a movie you hear about that you got to watch there. So you like make a, another free Gmail email address and just go sign up for yet another free trial just long enough to watch that movie and then move on with your life. 
I have had a Netflix subscription for as long as I can remember, and I don't even watch it all the time. <laughs> I have all of the services. Yeah, uh, I uh, there was a period there where I also had all of the services. Uh, they were uh, uh, they all do those crazy uh, Black Friday sales where you can get a full year for. Why are we talking about this on our podcast, Michelle? We should be talking about Shutter movies. Uh, what are we talking about next week? We got a good, fun, special episode next week. What are we doing? Next week, we are watching a movie I had never even heard of called <laughs> Winter Beast. Winter Beast! Have you seen Winter Beast, folks out there in Shutterland? If you haven't, man, uh, this was specially requested uh, by our friend Derek Haugen from, uh, from Good Cops Entertainment, and uh, uh, I had a bloody good time at House Harker. Uh, it is one that I have seen once previously, and as soon as he mentioned it, and Michelle said she had never even heard of it, uh, I was like, oh man, we'll get that on the schedule just as quickly as we can. L just go look at the the poster promotional image for this movie on Shudder, and tell me that doesn't just say, I need to fucking see this movie as soon as I goddamn can. And then... The very first uh, member review is a one-skull review from somebody named Le Leonian, and it just says, awful. This is a movie I have to see again. Wow, you are convincing <laughs> me. That, oh, uh, Michelle. That. Michelle, you have no idea what kind of delightful, classic, early 90s trash cinema is in store for you. It's oh, It's going to be so much fun. Um. Speaking of delightful, so in my office, I have a wall of accidental compliments. Um, okay. The things people have said to me that weren't meant to be nice, but which I took that way. Um, since you uh, mentioned delightful, I thought that I would tell you this one. It is a quote from my friend Rachel. The fact that you described the movie as both delightful and unbearably scary is why no one trusts you. <laughs> That's a solid point. That's Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I hope uh, this next movie will be as delightful. I don't think it's going to be scary, but I do hope it is delightful. Um, for sure. So yeah. If you yeah. uh, if you have uh, any special requests for for movies that you'd like to watch uh, or like to have us watch and talk about, rather, uh, you know where to find us. We're on social media. We got email. Uh, listen through the end of the episode. You're going to hear some cool new things from us here at We Watch Shutter. Uh, but I think that's pretty much all I have to talk about today. Do you have any final comments, Michelle? Uh, we just need to get requests for short films. Yeah. So that we can fill out our Spooktober. We have both um, had some crazy schedules and a lot of mm -hmm. things going on, um, both medical. Uh, by the way, I was in the ER this morning. In this movie, I probably would have given a five if I was on the morphine that they gave me <laughs> last night. That thing makes... Oh, man, I highly recommend morphine if you have a chance to try you it. Never, yeah, guys, um, I'm telling you, you never had an IV morphine drip. I mean, he's... he's oh, he's, man, <laughs> everyone I, deserves I a tell you why, I, I, I mean, you'll you'll have a new understanding of, of junkies once you get that juice it's in you, let me tell you. Ooh. So great. Um, yeah, so we've <laughs> had a lot of things going on, and you and I, JD, I'm sure, we are still going to watch a horror movie every day. I'm going to try real hard, yeah. I am absolutely going to. Um, so, but watching and then recording every day is just 
not going to happen this year. So, what so we're, we're doing, doing a bunch of a, shorts. Yeah, we're going to do shorts because that's going to be much, much easier for us to still watch something. And hopefully uh, the people who listen to us will have a little bit more of an opportunity to devote 15 minutes to watching a yeah. short film from a lesser known creator for a lot of them. And, and also going to be to very episode. much... Yeah, going to be very much shooting, obviously, because these are short films uh, for those episodes to just be more little just like mini tastes for you. We're not going to ask you to give us 30 to 60 minutes of your time every day this October again. What? Why are you jinxing it? We're absolutely going to hit the 30 minute mark for all of them. We know. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We'll we'll find we'll all find out together, as (laughs) I am so fond of saying in our episode descriptions, we'll all find we out will together alright then thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of We Watch Shudder this has been Lake Bodum. Uh my name is JD say goodnight Michelle goodnight Michelle We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts the views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shudder on all those social media platforms or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at wewatchshutter.com or by email at mail at wewatchshutter.com heck you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510 no seriously 701-566-9510 try it if you dare